Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode number 205, The Now of Brown, by Glenn Dillon. My name is Eric. I am Jason. How's it going? Excellent. Good to hear, good to hear. How about yourself? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. I have a, uh, a, a enveloping sense of paranoia around me. Oh. Uh, a little bit of dread, some uh, PST... Uh, you know, some pre-stress disorder. Uh, yeah. post post-traumatic uh, PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, some PST as well. Pre-stress. As long as I don't have any SBD, that's no, why no, I don't. no, no, no. That's uh, some HBO. <laughs> <laughs> not, not me, sir. I have no horrible body odor. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. LOL indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, is it because of the weather? The storms? It is not. Is it it is. We established that it's not coming here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, right now as we speak, uh, New York may be uh, uh, becoming submerged under some tidal waves here in the, the next day or so. Do you think Bin Laden's ghost did this? <laughs> Possibly. It's possible. Yeah. Could be a terrorist attack. They haven't ruled it out. Mother Nature's a terrorist? Yeah. That would suck. She'd be really good at it. Yeah, yeah, she would. There's, She could strike anywhere, anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As uh, as we have found out today, actually, though, the hurricanes were caused by God, who hates the fact that uh, people are gay. Oh. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, our our uh, our pal Joe G was holding a uh, a contest today on the, on the, the internets to uh, for for people to predict uh, what horrible person would say what horrible thing uh, and when they would say it about the hurricane and uh, the the storm hitting uh, New York and and being like retribution of of God. Right. Well, I mean it was I mean, it was up to you. To predict oh, okay. what, like you know, what it was, uh, and the winner was a uh, a, a preacher who said that uh, the hurricane is because God hates gays. Oh, okay. yes, yeah. that guy's awesome. I'm yeah. sure. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, however, I I wish that Joe hadn't accounted that one because in the article, I mean, he said it. Okay, right. But in the article, he also apparently had said it about all the other hurricanes that have hit in the past couple of years. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, that's just him repeating. It's just a padded answer. Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, I believe that uh, the hurricanes are God's retribution for for Pat Kane leaving OK Panic. Huh? For Pat Kane leaving OK Panic. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the, the hurricanes are God's retribution for uh, horrible Christians who say that hurricanes are caused because God hates bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but shouldn't it be like hidden, you know, like down more down south? <laughs> God doesn't really... He's he, really able to... You know, he micromanages a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just... <laughs> he creates the storm and expects others to just... Right. Handle it, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like pawning it off on the... He does Moses it. He's like, well, they'll, they'll get the idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got other stuff to do. He's, right, yeah. He's got to appear in, like, tons of Adult Swim cartoons. Right, yeah. Cameos and... <laughs> Savage Dragon comics. He's he's a celebrity now. Exactly. He's bigger than the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet. No, that's not why you're stressed. No, no, it's not. Uh, and my my stress, my 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 paranoia, my my uh, my bad feelings that I have right now are all. All at this point in time, unwarranted. Right. But but uh, because I do, I truly believe that I do have post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As well you should. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, I have new neighbors, folks. Uh, you, you may recall the, the saga of the previous neighbors. I'm, I'm trying to remember... You weren't real tight with your neighbors before? I was not. No. Okay. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was remembering. To, to refresh everyone's memory, uh, <laughs> they were the worst people in the world, and they lived above me. And I had numerous occasions where cops answered or were knocking on my door because they didn't know how to find the apartment above me. <laughs> uh, it often sounded like uh, herds of elephants were bowling and uh, building, you know, uh, some sort of... Uh, wooden playset uh, <laughs> at all times. <laughs> and that um, was only when they weren't just uh, yelling at each other and stabbing each other with broken bottles. While having sex. While having sex and uh, punching <laughs> holes in the wall. Because I heard them having sex. Oh, once. yeah. We, we, that we, was we, amazing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm a little jumpy about the idea of new neighbors. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so far, okay. No, but but uh, yeah, I am still just sort of uh, leery and <laughs> just waiting for chaos to just break out at any given moment. You gotta think positive. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. But I guess there's gonna be three people living up there, uh, so we'll see. Ooh, goes. That's one more than last time. Yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> well, technically, 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 though, actually, it's two more than last time. Yeah, technically, yeah. it was only supposed to be one person living up there. Uh, instead, there were often seven or so living up there. Mostly two. <laughs> well, I wish you luck. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you can, I don't know if you can hear right now, but there is some footsteps, but they are... I guess that's just to be expected. Right, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm guessing. So, Huh? I'm guessing. I keep burping. Yeah, you do. But yeah, I'll, I'll of course keep everyone you know informed <laughs> of uh, what's happening. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I hope that everyone is out there willing to form some sort of support network for me for when I absolutely lose my fucking mind. <laughs> and in the meantime, they could send good vibes your way. They could. Like you know, yeah. David Lynch meditation style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I could write David Lynch a letter and see if he would. <laughs> they'd spend one of their sessions uh, thinking about you and your neighbors. All right. Yeah. I'm not exactly friends with David Lynch right. or anything, well, but you know, there's no harm in trying. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hey, speaking of meditation. Yeah. This book we read features some. It it does. Yeah. We read what uh, some folks would call a graphic novel. It is. A book with pictures. It's a book with pictures. Uh, and it's uh, it's actually what I would call a graphic novel. Because it's just one. Because it's a graphic novel. Right. Yeah. It's not like a collection of stories. Exactly. It's not a Watchmen situation. It's not a, it's not a Spider-Man or a Walking Dead. Those are comic books. Those are comic books. This is a graphic novel. This is artwork. Yeah. Well, it is that, too. Yeah. Those are that, too. Yeah. But those came out in a monthly floppy form mm-hmm. and uh, spread out over years and months, or possibly months and years. <laughs> and this came out in one big wad. One big lumps. <laughs> <laughs> and that's always your favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the Now of Brown. Now of Brown by Glenn Dillon, brother of uh, Steve Dillon, the artist of books like uh, Preacher, Punisher, and 2080, 2080, <laughs> and Random Judge Dread stories. Um, and uh, uh, Wolverine Origins. And uh, did you do that? Oh yeah. Oh well. And uh, that new book that's coming out that has uh, the Punisher, Deadpool, Elektra, and Red Hulk in it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> is it a, what is that? Defend- uh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, new okay. Thunderbolts. Because the Red Hulk is General Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. perfect. And it's his, his team of, of killers. Of, of red superheroes. Of red superheroes. Except for the Punisher, who had to start wearing red in order to fit in. He's not wearing red face, is he? Because that's just offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing a headdress, though. Okay. <laughs> well, then that's fine. Maybe he's just a big Anthrax fan. <laughs> but no, that's, that's Steve Dillon, who comic fans everywhere know of. Yeah. Some might not know of Glenn Dillon as well. I had no idea that this man existed until you picked this book. I am a very big Glenn Dillon fan. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, when I started getting into Vertigo books, especially like the Vertigo books that came out in like the early 90s, mm-hmm. um, Glenn Dillon popped up a lot in those, and just like stories here and there, and fill-ins, and I think he did some. Hellblazer fill-ins here and there. Okay. Uh, but, like, I think his biggest thing was he did the Egypt miniseries with Peter Milligan. I really liked that, but I yeah, I didn't know, <clears throat> didn't know who did it. And uh, I was a massive fan. And I loved seeing his art whenever it would pop up. And then it just stopped popping up. Yeah. yeah. What happened to him? Uh, well, he went on to a lucrative career doing uh, storyboarding and... Uh, uh, design work for in concept art for movies and television. Nah, you can't blame them. Nah, you can't. I'm sure it pays well and you know offers some sort of level of 
anonymity, but still allows him to do what he loves to do. Like, yeah, Joe Mad did that for a while. Right. A bunch of those guys. Uh, Liefeld, didn't he do that? Didn't, uh, he, didn't he storyboard uh, all of Tarantino's movies? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I was, uh, I was a huge fan of Glenn Dillon, and then he just disappeared, and uh, like the only thing that I ever recall seeing of his uh like like in those intervening years was uh, uh the movie uh, 28 days later came out <clears throat> and I really liked the soundtrack and I went out and bought it and the soundtrack features a comic book uh in the as the booklet oh and the CD? like a prequel to the uh to the movie and it was drawn by Glenn Dillon really yeah that's pretty sweet and then again nothing until like a year ago when uh, I noticed uh, that uh, Glenn Dillon was on Twitter. And so I started following him and uh, found out that he was working on this massive graphic novel called The Now of Brown. And you can find Glenn Dillon on Twitter at, uh, at Now Brown. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, so I've been basically following the progress, and uh, the book came out, uh, I think, at the beginning of October. And... Uh, I bought it from the Amazons. Because, ah. uh, uh, again, huge fan. Wanted to read it because his great return to comics and he's jumping full force in with a graphic novel. He's writing it himself because the other stuff he yeah. just drew, right? Right. Right. Uh, writing it himself, drawing uh, in a completely different style than uh, he had never really worked in before. Right. Because it was all you know traditional pen and ink kind of stuff. And this is... Uh, Pencil and watercolor. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of gorgeous. It is. It is. It is beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so the now of brown. I'm going to say two things. One, spoiler, I loved this book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, I don't know why. And I can't tell you what it's about. <laughs> uh, it's about a lady. Yeah, yeah. Lady named Mal. Yeah, Mal Brown. N A N A O. N A O. That's right. She is uh, half Japanese, half English. Uh, she she has a. Uh, I guess it's OCD. Uh, but yeah. it's not any kind of OCD I've ever been aware of. Right. She doesn't like close the door a bunch of times. She's right. just. She's just, it's mostly like she has these, uh, visions of, of violence. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, done by herself. Right. To yeah. other, two less powerful people usually. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just people in, in like, you know, weaker positions. Than she right. Yeah. yeah. People that are asleep or younger than her or right, whatever, right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she she basically has all these violent urges that she uh, has to to keep in check, basically. Right. Um, and and she, she rates them out of ten. Yeah, at first I didn't, because yeah, throughout the book she does that, and I didn't I didn't know what was going on until like probably like the fourth or fifth one. I was like, oh, right. I see, I see what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to catch on. Yeah, but yeah, because she she'll just be in a situation, and all of a sudden. Uh, you know, like sometimes a panel or two, or sometimes a whole page of, of like something from her mind is right. is being displayed on, 
on the page, you know, like something horrible and violent, Great. like, uh, just terrible, 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 violent things. And, uh, and then, you know, all of a sudden it flashes back to right before that sequence and right. you realize she hasn't done any of that. Right. And she like chants some sort of mantra to like sort of calm yeah, herself she seems down. to do that or channel like all those thoughts into like an inanimate object. Yeah. And, uh, tries to like force it out of her system. Uh, I think my favorite one, though, is actually, like, right towards the beginning when uh, she's flying home to England from Japan and they've sat her in the uh, the emergency <laughs> aisle. Right. And, uh, you know, has plain instructions on how to open that emergency door and she just imagines herself doing it and everyone getting sucked out of the Yeah, that's a little that's a little unnerving. Like, as someone who is... I already had, like, eight reasons that I was too afraid to fly. And now I'm like, shit, people can just do that. <laughs> so there's number nine. Yeah, I will never been on the plane. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a, it's it's more yeah, it's just like a very personal story about her dealing with those things and like trying to overcome those things and and it's almost like a slice of life. Like it really like it really like kind of sucked me in. And yeah. I just felt like I was in her world. Right. And, I mean, you know, despite the fact that she, you know, has these terrible thoughts, uh, you know, I mean, she's incredibly likable. Oh, yeah, she's super like, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's just this sweet girl who has uh, some, some dark fantasies at times. Right. And, uh, you know, she has to just work harder than the rest of us to keep up in check. <laughs> right. Uh, and she's an artist, which, you know, of course, is uh, probably something that you and I could relate to. Right. But yeah, it's, it's it's mostly about her just sort of living life and then uh, like the people she deals with and interacts with. Uh, like she runs into like a, an old college friend who winds up giving her a job and she deals with her roommates and she deals with uh, basically this guy that she just uh, sort of falls in love with. She, yeah, she kind of fixates on him because he looks... A lot like a character that her favorite artist draws and makes toys of. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's an anime as well. Yeah, but at least I don't know if it actually exists or not. But I, I in this book, at yeah, least. yeah, yeah. I think it's just something he made up for the book. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an itchy, itchy, yeah, uh, itchy. Yeah, I don't know. But like, she's fixated on this character called the Nothing, uh, and. Uh, <clears throat> cannot remember that character's name. Gregory? Gregory, yeah. Gregory, yeah. yeah. When Gregory shows up, he's just sort of like peering into this window and she just notices him and he looks exactly like the nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of very round face with a beard. And right. Like kind of... A little balding on top. Kind of like very relaxed eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's a uh, washing machine repairman and... Uh, uh, there's a lot of circular motifs in uh, in this book. Oh yeah, you know, because uh, because she is also a practicing Buddhist, so she goes to like this this Buddhist temple or not temple, but you know, right uh, workshop, right? Yeah, office, yeah. office building. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, and and uh, she does the uh, I, I don't know a thing about Buddhism, so I don't know you know if this is an actual thing. I guess it is, but painting circles and ink like you know as part of uh, the the meditation, meditation right you know? yeah yeah i don't know what they call it but i've seen those brushes right, all yeah. around so 
Yeah, and he's sort of a, I don't know, maybe he's like a physical manifestation of, you know, of, you know, he like connects to all those things because he's a washing machine repairman, so he's got like, you know, like her drawings and those Buddhist symbols all, all look like the front of a washing machine. Right. And then he looks like these toys that, that, um, that she's obsessed with. And he just kind of like walks right into her life. You right. know? And, uh, yeah, I think he represents everything that she wants to have, like that sort of peace and right. calm. And yeah. Cause he is very Zen almost about everything, but at the same time, he's also kind of buffoonish and, and oafish, uh, particularly when he gets drunk. Kind of like he's the Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Pooh Bear. Which is mentioned in this book. Pooh Bears? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, there's, uh, I think it's the scene where they have their first date. And uh, they, they meet at a bar and he's already been there for hours and he's already wasted. <laughs> and there's a Hello Kitty coaster or something on the table. And he just starts ranting about uh, Hello Kitty not having a mouth and how it represents, like, you know... Submissive Japanese right, woman yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and she argues that, well, you know, Winnie the Pooh walks around with no pants. And, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. So does Donald Duck. That's true. Yeah. Quite a few cartoon characters are, are just pantless. <laughs> and God, how I envy them. <laughs> Someday, maybe maybe after December twenty first, that'll be the change. Like everybody will just be like, you know, pantsless. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, because it's not necessarily the end of the world. I mean, it's a it's a new it's a change. Right. It's it's, uh, it's a new way of we're, thinking. We're entering a new right. Yeah. New At least phase. according to to Grant Morrison and the Invisibles, mm-hmm. it's, it's not about it's not about the world ending. It's about transforming. And I say, let's do it. Let's transform into a world with no pants. No pants. No, no pants, pants world. Yeah. Let's do this. A world without pants. Wow. Just come on. Don't you feel better when you're not wearing pants? I do. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I took a nap after work today and pantsless yep. when I did it. If you weren't here right now, I would not be wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to just, just like her- right herald the... Uh, the change. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Unzip. <laughs> Put it back on. Put it back on. Dear God. <laughs> I knew not what I spoke of. Uh, no. It's not, about, it's not about the pants. No. Not this book, anyway. Nope. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love, because uh, we were talking about Ichi, the, the character. Um, which is another thing I didn't realize what was going on the first time I had to like go back and like, I didn't reread the entire thing, but I like read right. portions of it. Um, the when fantasy portion? Yeah, the fantasy portion. Right. Like, cause at first I was like, is that, like, is this like two different stories that are going to merge together or is this like, cause she's an artist. I was like, is this her artwork? Right. But I realized it's, it's parallel story. Yeah. It's the, because it first appears when, uh, her her friend Steve offers her a job, and she's like, "Oh, I'm thinking about it." And he goes, "We sell itchy stuff," right. and she's like thinking about itchy, and then that's when that story starts. So right. I guess it's a story by that guy, yeah. uh, by by the artist that does the itchy stuff. Oh yeah, I think so. Because uh, I think because yeah, I think she talks about it later in the book anyway, and it's it's like you know, at least very similar. So yeah, yeah. like like those mushroom headed right, things, right. Yeah. right. <clears throat> uh, although the, like the weird part was uh, the 
that character's name, the the, the fantasy character. Picter. Picter, yeah. Uh, you know, but like, you know, there's also reference to Picter boots, which I, I don't know if that's a thing or not. I don't but, know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she she wears Picter boots right. throughout the book. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to be like, because I'm sure you can buy like you know, there's people that make those kid robot toys and those high end fantasy. Or Japanese like vinyl figures. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they make clothes too. Yeah. So maybe this guy makes boots. Yeah. But, but yeah, the style in those sequences because there's like maybe five or six of those in the book. Right. Um, they're just like between one to three pages in length each time, but the style is so radically different right. from the other style, and it's just as beautiful in its own way. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess I read that, uh, <clears throat> like, he didn't use ink, like, for any of the book. So, like, even those pages, which look like traditional comic book storytelling, like, are just all penciled. Like, he just really darkly penciled. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why you wouldn't want to ink some of that, though, because, I mean, like, like, one of the last ones is the scene where you see, like, a thousand of those, uh... Soldiers like right, all lined yeah. up with their helmets, and it's like once you pencil out, you're like, ah, fuck, now I gotta ink it. <laughs> <laughs> so I could see, I could see why. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like that stuff looks like, uh, like more it reminds me more like European artwork, like oh, yeah, like all very Mobius inspired. Yeah, and, which I guess there's a, a small dedication to Mobius in the book too. So. I didn't notice that either. Yeah, it's on the last page. Like, special thanks. Yeah. Oh, okay. He specifically calls out. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, like, like just... The book is very engaging and very enrapturing and and gorgeous from, like, beginning to end. Yeah, like... It is weird, because, like you said, I mean, there's... It's not, like... You're like, I don't even know what it's about, really. I mean, other right. than these people, and it's like, maybe that's why it's so enthralling, because, like, you know, I don't know, I, I read big chunks of it at a time, because um, I was like, ah, I'm going to bed, I'll just read, like, the first few pages, and, you know, I read, like, 40 or 50 pages, and I'm like, oh, I really need to go to sleep. But, I mean, it is very engrossing, and just pulls you in, and you, I mean, it's a page-turner. Yeah. I uh, When I read it, uh, I started out doing that exact thing where I would read like a chunk of it before I would go to bed. Uh, but then, you know, just with my schedule, like two or three days will go by where I couldn't read it at all. And, you know, just other stuff to do and whatnot. So like, I think last Sunday, like I, I just sat down and, uh, you know, was going to read it. And like, I had to start over from the beginning just cause I, I sort of lost my place mm-hmm. and like, you know, I read the th- entire book in like two hours, and like you know, never put it down at once. It know? seems like that would be the best way to read this oh, book because yeah, yeah. it's very like, yeah, it's it's like all one, one complete whole. And yeah. uh, yeah, it like, seems I, like I it. honestly wish that I had a chance to read it a second time before we did the show, just right. so I had a better grip on like you know what I felt about it, right? Like other than just like I like it, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. Hey. Well, I mean, yeah, it is all about, like, the frustrations of life and, like, you know, like, all the things that you kind of hold back from, you know, like, either yourself or from sharing with other people and, like, and then, and then like, we get this extra view over her shoulder 
and we see like um you know you know her interactions with these other people and we're privy to things that she misses right you know like like her friend steve obviously has been in love with her forever right and uh she has no idea yeah and uh, Man, you really feel bad for him too yeah, yeah. oh yeah because yeah, i mean in and like when Gregory shows up, like like he's also a good character. Yeah. And like like you know you also are rooting for for you know now and then Gregory to to like you know make it. You know even when he's being you know a drunken lout. Right. You know and so like then you feel doubly bad because it's not like she, like just picks some jerk that she's going out with. Like they're both nice. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah and and like Steve's cool because he doesn't try to get in the way of that at all. Right. Um, he's still like, you know, he's helping her, helping now out, but when she's not around, you can tell he's heartbroken. Very frustrated, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and she even, I think she's like talking to her roommate and she's like, I think her roommate says something like, oh, you know, how about Steve? And she's like, oh, he's like a brother to me. And then, yeah. and like, as a reader, we're like, no, he's not. What's wrong with you? He loves you. And, you know, and, and you know, now also only has his, you know, his best intentions in her mind as well. You know, uh, she like, keeps trying to set him up with like, you know, other girls, right. And, you know, uh, you know, so she doesn't, you know, she's not actively trying to make him unhappy. Right. You know? Right. Like, yeah. She just is clueless about it. Steve yeah. should totally go out with that waitress too. <laughs> she's awesome. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's kind of like, it's funny because I know you've been watching Cheers a lot lately, so maybe it's in my brain. But she runs with Carla from Cheers, like yeah, a, a little bit. like a sexy Japaneser, yeah, Japaneseier. I don't think she's Japanese. Though. Is she not? Uh, okay. Oh, I, I will say this: uh, a lot of characters in this book look a little Japanese, right? And there's only one of them who is Japanese. Isn't Steve partially? I don't think so. Okay, because I thought he kind of looked Japanese as well. Yeah, but like uh, very early in the story, we we meet now's mom, sort of like in a flashback, right? And, and uh, it's like, oh well, she looks like she's the Japanese parent, yeah, but, but she's the British one. Yeah, but she's the British right. one. Yeah, and that's also doubly weird because her last name is Brown, but her father was the the Japanese one, right? Uh, so you know, it is explained later in the book, but yep. you know. It's off. It's a. Uh, it's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Like it made me what? <laughs> yeah. There's definitely parts of it that I went back and reread after finishing it because right. I was like, okay, this makes more sense now. And like, and like maybe part of that is that this is his first book, but it doesn't seem like it's like none of those things seemed like they were like because he's a bad storyteller. Right. It just it just all seemed like you know he tackled something that's pretty. You know, it's a pretty epic thing to tackle as your first right. writing. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, I had a lot of, of thoughts uh, with this. And, and, I mean, they're two completely different books, you know. But, but uh, like, I kept going back and comparing it, like, you know, just, just maybe on the surface level to uh, Asterios Polyp. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah, I think this is up there. I mean, as far as, like, just an out-of-the-gate graphic novel that's not based on any character or any right. collection of stories. I think this is one of the top 20 I've ever read. Nice. I, yeah. I would totally say that. And it's funny because, um, after I started reading this, I was like, you know, this sounds familiar. And I looked, I like Googled imaged it and I saw the cover cause, um, the yeah, copy you loaned me doesn't have the desk jacket on it. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I almost ordered this book. Like every month, I go through previews and order stuff for the store, 
And I'm like, ah, if, you know, if it doesn't sell, I'll, I'll probably buy it. Right. And like, that was one of them that I remember even like, I was like debating on whether I shorter it because I thought it sounded cool. Right. And I like Google imaged, you know, a couple pages from it and was like, hmm, sitting there at the computer and I was like, ah, nah, nobody will buy it. And I might not either. So, <laughs> but after I read it, I went, I went ahead and, uh, we've, we've got a copy on the way. I'm like, those fuckers have to buy this. Somebody, somebody has to buy this at Mavericks. That's one of those things. It's it, like, you know, I absolutely. Would have bought it for Mavericks, uh, you know, just again because I was super looking forward to this and I uh, knew about it beforehand. But it was just one of those things where uh, I'd ordered a, uh, a novel on Amazon, uh, a book called uh, This Book is Full of Spiders. Seriously, dude, don't touch it. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's like, uh, if you order something for, you know, 14 more dollars, uh, you, know, you get free shipping. What's out there for fourteen more dollars? You know, and like, oh yeah, this book just came out. Hey, you found the copy for fourteen bucks. Yeah, wow. I think it's like twenty-five cover. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen at Mavericks. Right, right. Fifteen on Amazon. Yeah, you make the choice. Hey, it may be up now because uh, that was like right when that first came out. Oh, uh, okay. So it was probably on special discount. I got gotcha. you. But like, you know, it was just enough to you know cover to get the uh, you know free shipping. So that's the only reason that I even bought it on Ma- Sweet. on Amazon in the first place. No, we wouldn't have had it anyway. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. Yeah. Glad you did. <laughs> I probably, like, I probably would have wound up special ordering it from Mavericks at some point. Right. But, yeah, it just worked out this way. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I read an interview with Glenn Dillon. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to make any inclination of, of doing anything further in comics. Right. He's like, this is it. Maybe. Yeah. Which is kind of a shame if that is true, but I, I definitely hope he does do something else. Uh, oh yeah. Again, uh, anything really. And I'd buy it, but, uh, especially if he, you know, makes a second graphic novel. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and dig up if I still have those issues of Egypt and, yeah. and kind of look at the art again. I think I know he did, there was some that he didn't do, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. Hmm. It was either that or maybe the book started out with Philip Bond and then he took over. I don't know. There was hmm. like an artist switch in that series, but, you know, that's primarily where I, uh, I know yeah, it went okay. from the best. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, it's so nice to, like, read something by someone I've never heard of that blows me away. Right. Because, um, you know, I mean, you, you know, you've got, like, 20 or 30 people that blow you away every time you see something by them. Right. But it's so great to find a brand new one. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah. yeah, I mean, as, as, for as long as he was out of, you know, doing regular comics, you know, th- this is almost like, you know, he's like a brand new guy anyway. Yeah. Like, this is also so different than, like, what his style used to be, too. Right. Plus, it's all him. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. Uh and, and I do actually really do want to read it again. Yeah. yeah but I probably won't because i got to read some other fucking book that we're going <laughs> to <laughs> After the copy that uh, rots on the shelf at Mavericks for years on end, yeah. I'll, I'll probably go ahead and buy that one and read it again, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah beautiful book. Yeah. Great, great, great choice. Uh, super good. Uh, I'm an idiot. Super, uh, super, super double plus good. Super double plus good. Uh, no, it's it's got like some some excellent uh, production too. Like like the the edges of the pages are all like dyed red. Oh yeah, that beautiful. Yeah. Was it red leaf or whatever they yeah, call it? Yeah. yeah. And, and like the paper quality is like 
it's pretty much the paper quality I want in every book that I read. Right. But sadly, never yet. <laughs> it's got that sort of, uh, what do you, what do you call that? Anti-embossed cover? <laughs> Uh, or like when something is like a relief, yeah, uh, maybe or something that like is embedded, right. like an image is embedded in it, and it, and it's like all white, you know, like without the dust jacket, everything is white, even the title and the spine, and right. with those red pages, it kind of looks like a piece of red velvet cake. I just want to <laughs> chew it up and, and get it in my get that yummy book in my tummy. I did take the the dust cover off uh, just because yeah, that, that's what I do with a book that has a dust cover. Uh, but the inside of the dust cover has like this huge map of like the, the fantasy world. For, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to peer at that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my dust cover was also damaged. But see, that's what the dust cover's for, is to yeah, get damaged. That's why uh, like, I was like, well, I'm going to get my money back from Amazon. But, uh, <laughs> just like, uh, you know, it is just the dust I, I mean, like, I understand it because, like, as a collector, you're like, you know, you're like, I want it to look awesome. But right. it is funny because it's like, you know, that, that's the whole purpose of that thing is to get damaged. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for Magic the Gathering, like, it all comes back to Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, like, you know, we sell these play mats because people like to play magic on whatever table they're at, like whether it's at school or during their lunch or whatever. Right. And it's like, you know, you never know what's on that table, like grease or dust or whatever. So, you know, they put these play mats out and then they play their cards on the play mats so their cards don't get damaged. Yeah. But now there's like, they've started making these play mat protectors. So you can like put your play mat in a tube to carry it around. It's like, at some point, is there going to be a play mat Tube, tube, right. and then a playmat, tube, tube, tube. I mean, how's <laughs> going to be a playmat vault? Yeah, and the playmat vault protector, <laughs> and the playmat vault protector security alarms, and, and the housing unit for the playmat right, vault yeah. protector security alarm. <laughs> it's like people just enjoy the stuff you have. Yeah, seriously. So yeah, Noah Brown, highly recommended. Definitely. Check it out, people. Yeah, best book I think we've read in a long time. Yeah, I definitely agree. And we've read some good ones. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah. And then we've read all the other ones that you've picked. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is no hawking, for sure, but, you know. It's... You know, that's great in its own way. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, just, yeah, <laughs> two completely different things. Right, right. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Sure. All right, we'll be back. If I had to lose a mind, if I had to touch feeling, I would lose my soul. The way I do, I don't have to think. are always perfect but that's all news would you like to hear my voice sprinkle with emotion then it hit your birth I can't see me my whole expanse I can't I see formulate affinity 
had to lose a mile I had to touch a feeling I would lose my soul The way I do I don't have to think I only have to do it The results are always perfect That's all news Would you like to hear my voice? with emotion Bennett at your birth I can't see Welcome back to the Gutter Trash Show. Hello, folks. <laughs> and fellows. I heard I heard I was listening to the radio today and the uh it was the classical station, so it's not like a hey yeah. type of VJ, it's like just a normal dude. Yeah. And, uh, kind of sleepy. <laughs> kind of sleepy. Yeah. You're thinking of Larry Carussell, probably. <laughs> I love Larry Carussell. But uh but yeah, he was he called someone a fellow. And he wasn't trying to be funny. And it wasn't fella. Right. He was like, this fellow here. He was like very pronunciation, <laughs> you know, oriented. Right. I was like, I love fellow. That's a great word. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. Yeah, today, today was a good day. Today was a good today day? Today was a good day. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't even have to use my AK. <laughs> that's a little something for the ladies no yeah i went to work and then came home took a nap came yeah. over here right. pretty awesome yeah that sounds like a simple oh, fulfilling day i had a glass of wine at like four thirty. oh nice yeah that uh may be the start of a problem <laughs> <laughs> no it's the middle of a problem <laughs> <laughs> No, I came home and I was like, I want to take a nap before I go over to Eric's. So I'm not like sleepy by then because I get up earlier. Like, it'd be like if you got up at like one in the morning to go to work right, because right. I'm so used to getting up at like nine thirty or 10 and right, today yeah. I get up at seven. So yeah, so I was like, man, I'll be really sleepy by the time we do the show. So I was like, I'm going to have a glass of wine and take a nap. Yeah. And it was great. <laughs> goo, goo uh, snuggled up with me, put on some, uh, some awesome music, some slow-paced music. And yeah, some slow jams. I, I put on my slow jam mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Well, that's wonderful. How about you? How about I you? worked, and then I went to my parents' house for dinner. Uh, what did you guys have? Uh, what did we have? I just was there. <laughs> uh, oh, we had, uh, we had uh, roast pork. 
uh, some brown rice and asparagus with gravy. Wow. Nice. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. And, uh, I got to, I got to, I got to pet all three cats. Aww. Yeah. Uh, much to, to most of their, uh, chagrins. <laughs> Except for Max, right? He likes being pet. Yeah. He, he kind of got annoyed and would get up and leave, uh, to go outside, but then, uh, would step outside and immediately come back in. He's like, there's a tornado out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, sitting on my, sitting in my parents' living room watching my mom's, uh, outside plants, just, uh, like hanging plants, just basically flying vertical. <laughs> 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 That's not good. Yeah, yeah. I guess actually horizontal, flying horizontal, flying horizontal. I don't know my directions. <laughs> <laughs> what do we need directions for, anyways? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're both idiots. Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even spell horizontal. What's it called? It. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, uh, what else is going on? Halloween's a day or two away. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, the, the most Halloween celebrating I do is, uh, our Halloween, uh, bonus episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, are both now available. I, I, uh, I have a ritual that I've started this year where I put two pumpkins in my backseat and drive around for like a week <laughs> in support of Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I know you're. You had some big Halloween plans that sort of went south on you. Yeah, we we didn't really talk about it too much uh, when we did the uh, Halloween bonus episode last night. Right. But, uh, I don't know if uh, now that uh, you're not uh, chained to your lady, you might want to. <laughs> the old ball and chains yeah. waiting at home. Uh, yeah, I mean, we ha- we were gonna go to a Halloween party that we were invited to like a month ago. Um, by Kathleen's friend. Um, We'll call her Kate. Okay. Because that's her real name. Alright. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, she's, she's a member of the Elks Club and, and Xenia and, you know, you can't just like show up there. You have to know somebody or whatever. Right. My dad is a member. Yeah. Oh, see. Yeah, we should have just brought him on. Yeah. Damn it. What was he doing Saturday night? Probably watching Probably. action movies with your mom. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends Watch on what my mom Cartoon, mo- cartoon movies. Yeah, yeah. He was probably just grumbling, and then he went to bed at nine. Well, that's all I wanted out of that Saturday <laughs> night. I just want to show up somewhere for an hour and then go to bed at nine. <laughs> no, but yeah, we were gonna go to that this Halloween party at the at the Elks, and uh, Kathleen was like literally knitting her own costume for a week. And uh, at the last minute, I mean, like seriously, we were gonna leave it. Uh, I was gonna show up at her apartment at eight thirty that night. We were gonna go, and at like seven thirty, she called me, and she just found out um, that. Her friend who had invited us to the, the party just kind of like went out of town, like right. not for like you know like a funeral or an emergency, just like ah, I just decided just to do this, and uh, so yeah, there we were. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah, yeah it's pretty shitty. Yeah. So instead, she's like, I'm just gonna stay at home and eat a cheeseburger and watch Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, all right, yeah, yeah, it's too bad. That's right. We're I'm gonna watch the Charlie Brown. That's a great pumpkin Charlie Brown special right. tomorrow or Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday, so that'll be something to do. Good luck to you. Yeah. I'm uh I guess trick or treat night is tomorrow night, uh Tuesday. So uh that's usually the night that I go to my parents and do my laundry. 
So I guess I'll be uh, probably rooked into uh, handing out candy. Uh, did, you get, did you get your Harry Potter costume yet? I know you ordered it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the dust cover was damaged. <laughs> <laughs> the costume dust cover, yeah. <laughs> Had us in the back, yeah. That's like a, a good friend of mine uh, known as Zippy. Yeah. Um, when we lived, we together, know the legend. <laughs> when we when we lived together, he was my roommate for a while, and uh, he would get so upset if something happened to, like, if he had a oh, what do they call them? Not a jewel case, but like the the cardboard CD cases. Oh, digipack. Digipack. Like if he had a digipack of a CD or even a movie, how some of them have those like yeah. just cardboard slide out things. If like one of the corners would fray or something, right. like he'd be on his way to. He'd be like, "Yeah, let's watch Amelie," and he'd like walk over and he would pull it out and he would see like a frayed corner and he would just like stand there and stare at it and be like, "Oh, oh man!" And like, it would like really, really bother him, right? You know, and maybe that is like you know, like we just read this book and maybe that is a form of OCD that oh. a, a lot of nerds are. Like, if there's anyone we know that is OCD, it's Zippy. <laughs> but like. Terrible way. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, but in a nice, you know, manageable way. No, no, no. Oh. In the most annoying way possible, <laughs> he has OCD. Oh. <laughs> Zippy's Like, he doesn't cool. even have, like, the now thing where uh, he just fantasizes, like, you know, stabbing people in the neck. He just uh, wants to talk to them about deer hoof. <laughs> hey, you never know. He might be fantasizing about killing us while he talks about deer hoof. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> If only if we express any sort of disinterest in deer health. Yeah. He said there's this guy that he works with like that doesn't like that style of music at all. He's like into classic rock or something. Right. And he said he always calls him, what does he call him? So, you know, a regular dude. <laughs> a regular dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, a guy I'd like to have a beer with. Yeah. Well, even more so when you hear this. Because uh, he'll be like talking about you know his music or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah. So you've been listening to that Moose Paw lately? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> he always comes up with some like there, there's like five of them you know like right, making right, fun yeah. of it it's, yeah it's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> I need to call Zippy I haven't talked to him in a while you just went to see a show with him like a month ago it it was, not even that it was like a week ago no it was like a month ago it was a month it ago it was not yeah, it, was, it was at least a month ago it was in September uh, no it shouldn't have been it couldn't have been <laughs> I think it was yeah it was, it was like September 3rd 30th or something. It was like the end of September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started to say, check my day off diary because I wrote about it that night, but yeah. then those aren't online. Damn it. Yeah, we got to fix that somehow. Well, it's okay because yesterday was my last day off for the day off diary because I filled up the sketchbook yesterday. Uh, last page. So I think well, I'm done with that. But, but I saw you on Saturday. Making an entirely new diary sketchbook. Well, this is something new. I'm moving on to a bigger sketchbook. Okay. I, I don't think I'm going to do day off diary anymore. Oh, okay. I'm just going to do like comics, oh, okay. autobiographical comics, and fill it up, fill that sketchbook up. But then, what are you going to do for Veggie Dog Saturdays? I don't. I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved on. Nobody wants to read that anymore. <laughs> I figure six issues plus a special. That's a trade paperback. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> that's upsetting I, i'm just following the lead of my greatest hero i might change my mind in half an hour okay all right. <laughs> rob liefeld
<laughs> Does anyone not know about that? That he retired for half an hour? Oh, I think that's yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows about, about that. Alone. Yeah. 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 It was up, it was super upsetting. You sent me an email, and I was like, <gasps> he retired. And then I read the article. Like, Ow. He's unretired. Sweet. Yeah. I sent it to you when there was no, uh, well, yeah, I read the article. It was that Rob Liefeld posted on Facebook that, uh, he was retired from comics, huh. you know, like in a comment to somebody else. And then so, like, I laughed and then I sent <laughs> you the link, uh, with the subject title, Your God is Dead. Uh, and then by the time you, uh, saw the article, uh, he had already unretired. Maybe. Maybe it was like a magic spell, like me reading it and going, no, <laughs> he heard it wherever, you know, whatever, uh, like couch he was sitting on watching whatever football game right. or basketball. I think he's a basketball fan. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he's uh, a sports fan all around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen a YouTube footage of him drawing at his house with a basketball game on yeah, in the background. So, yeah. yeah. I've seen him tweet about football games and. Some baseball here and there. Seems like a sports dude. Yeah, he, he seems like a, a frat douche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're ever in Maver- in uh, Kettering, Rob Liefeld, stop in Mavericks and we'll service your sports card needs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so that happened. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I can tell another story of me uh, losing my mind. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Uh, I don't know if uh, people remember the, the Best Buy story. I think that was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, this this past Thursday, I uh, went to, uh, my friend Amanda and I went to go see a, uh, a Riff Tracks movie, uh, which is the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 type situation. You're right. It's, uh, it's Mike and... Uh, the two guys who played the robots during his tenure as the host of that show, uh, they, they do, you know, a live, you know, commentary thing for, for terrible movies. All right. And, uh, so they did, uh, Birdemic last week, which is possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and thank God that, uh, they were doing a riff tracks over it. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you don't know about Birdemic, it is a movie that is, uh, it's supposed to be an homage to the birds. Uh, Classic Alfred Scott. Right. Uh, but with, uh, the worst computer generated imagery birds that have ever existed in anything. <laughs> they look like animated GIFs on the screen. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> where you can pretty much only see them from like one angle and they just sort of hover in midair with like their wings flapping. It's awful. Uh, so, uh, so I went to this movie and, uh, uh Joe and I, uh, Joe Gurnald and I went to, uh, the previous Rift Tracks uh, live events, which was, uh, Manos, the Hands of Fate. That was like two months ago. Uh, so like I wanted to like I want to start going to these things if the one when they happen because uh, they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I was able to convince my my friend to uh, to skip class that night and, and uh, join me. Uh, but when Joe and I went, like the theater was pretty packed, like like like, like it was really full. Uh, not so much so for for Birdemic. Uh, did not stop the uh, giant-headed guy from sitting directly in front of us. 
Uh, he was there with uh, a kid and his dad. There. He was there with his kid and his dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. right. So, you know, so, so son. Well, you, you know what I'm trying oh, to say, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, son, right. son and dad and this big head dude. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, so big head dude, uh, like, he sits down and, like, you know, like even though like I'm the row above him because I'm like all the way in the back of the theater, like uh, like I still have trouble seeing over his head. It's that <laughs> Melanie, uh, but you know what can you do? Uh, I guess I could have moved, but I was there first. That's yeah. And that's also, right. there were plenty of other seats for that guy to have sat at. <laughs> uh, and uh, he he starts talking loud. And, I mean, the movie hasn't started yet, and I'm, I'm mostly tolerant of it, but he was loud. Uh, and he was making comments at, like, the, the ads that were happening. And I guess they were doing, like, this this behind-the-scenes look at uh, the Sister Act musical that is uh, happening, <laughs> being produced by Whoopi Goldberg. And, like, you know, the, the behind-the-scene thing made some comments, and then he was like, he decided that he was going to comment right back at it. You know, loud, and then laugh at himself, and he's one of these guys that, uh, when he laughs, he, like, shakes his entire body, and, like, the entire row was, like, vibrating, and he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Oh, Joe G was sitting in front of you. Huh? Joe G was sitting in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> Joe G is way more restrained. <laughs> uh, and so... I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, I don't, uh, I didn't come here to listen to your commentary. And, like, he kind of stopped and he kind of looked back at me, like, a little bit. And then, like, he, you know, uh, like, didn't say anything or anything. But, uh, then Rift Tracks, what they do is, uh, like, before the movie starts, they have, like, those little slide presentation things, like, they used to have in movie theaters. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, the jumbled, uh, you know, names. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, the, the random trivia, but they're jokes. And they're terrible. Uh, like, if, if you were to judge Rift Tracks just by those, you would think it's the worst thing in the world. Uh, so it's not the same people that do the riffing that make up the... Maybe. I don't know. Oh, wow. But uh, those are horrible and uh, not representative of the, the evening ahead. Gotcha. Uh, but he was laughing his ass off on every single one of them. And it was getting annoying. And so finally, like, I was upset, but, you know, not to the point of, like, you know, losing my mind yet. But uh, <laughs> I look over at Amanda, who was sitting right next to me, and I'm like, if he keeps doing this, I'm going to kick him in the fucking head. At that volume level, which right. I, I hope that you heard it here on the, the show. <clears throat> the guy turns around. What did you say? <laughs> And just starts screaming at me. Just fucking screaming. <laughs> what did you say to me? You got something to say to me. And I'm just looking at him. Just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Because <laughs> three people heard what I said. Me, Amanda, and this dude. Right. <laughs> Uh, and he and everybody in the world can fucking hear him. <laughs> and 
So he keeps yelling at me. He keeps screaming. He's like, should we go down and get the manager? And uh, I was like, no, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he just continues and continues. And he was like, you dare use that kind of language around my seven-year-old son? And uh, I was like, you're right. I shouldn't have said that word. Sediment remains. And then he turns around. <laughs> huh. That's surprisingly civil. <laughs> did no did the this the son never like looked back? Son never looked. Dad never looked. Yeah. You know, uh you know, yeah. He was the only person who reacted at all to anything. <laughs> Where other did you happen to notice if like other people oh, yeah, in the other theater? People like started like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And then he got up. Like, like almost immediately. Like, he turned around, and then, like, he was there for about a minute, and then he just got up. And at that point, that's when I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to go get a manager. You know, and, and even still, like, his, his kid or his dad never turned around to see, you know, who, who <laughs> daddy was screaming at. <laughs> like, yeah, this happens every day. Yeah. And so, like, I, I looked at him at and I was like, yeah... I'm really sorry if I get kicked out. She's like, well, do, do you want me to go with you? She's like, well, you're my ride. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, and the show isn't cheap. Like, like it's, it's like, with, uh, I ordered tickets online, and with, like, the, the convenience fee and everything like that, two tickets were about $30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not, it's not just a oh a, a whim type of thing. Right. It, it was yeah. an evening out. Yeah. yeah. And uh <clears throat> it's like this asshole is gonna get me kicked out of here because, you know, I was just venting and then he, you know, unleashed the beats of hell upon me. Uh and I started feeling like sick to my stomach. I was like, oh, fuck, you know. Because, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to get kicked out, and I don't want Amanda to get kicked out either, you know, because I'm an asshole and can't keep my mouth shut, apparently, around <laughs> other assholes anymore. Uh, and he was gone for a while, uh, but when he finally did show up, he was alone, and he sat back down and, you know, watched the movie. Huh. It never, yeah, like, like even his, his annoying fucking laughter didn't, uh, you know, get raised, uh, like, you know, any more than it had been, you know? Like, like, huh. like, it was almost like he was restrained and civil. So at the end of the film, did, uh, like, cause, you know, people stand up and walk out and you're basically right next to the people in front of you usually. Yeah. He didn't say anything or nope. look at you weird or... Didn't even bother <coughs> to look behind him. No. no. Just got up and left? No. Well, I guess that worked the best way possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, barring the yelling and <laughs> maybe he went and like calmed down in the bathroom, yeah, masturbated or something. It could be, but yeah, it's like it is one of those things. Like between that and the the Best Buy thing, it was like, yeah, man, I am, I have got to watch my mouth from this point on. <laughs> like either that like one of these days I'm gonna wind up hospitalized or arrested <laughs> just because I can't shut up around other assholes <laughs> cause cause I'm, I'm getting to the point where I just I, like I know I'm an asshole but like 
you know, I also try to keep it civil when I'm out in public. Right. And when I see other people doing super asshole things, like, it makes me want to just call them out on it. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay, so, you're like, yeah, you're an asshole, and then when you go and you're near another asshole, you both get really loud. It's like when I walk my dog, who she's really usually pretty quiet. Yeah. But if she sees another dog, they both start barking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of thing. Kind of, Yeah. <laughs> Cause, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Cause yeah, I, you're not an asshole. I was just making. I know, joke. I know, but like, it's just. Yeah, I, I do think that I, I have, I have, uh, I am, uh, I am like a Green Lantern. I have the great potential for assholeness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and so, but the thing is, like, when I when I'm out, when I when I am in public, I I, I do my best to to keep it in check. Yeah, by behaving to like you know the, the rules of society and <laughs> right. standards, and then when I see other people blatantly not doing that, it pisses me off. Right? Because maybe it's just sort of like, well, they're getting away with it. Why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. So you say you do a little venting, yeah. Then it escalates. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a vicious cycle. Well, I'm glad you didn't end up. Murdered or hospitalized yeah, or, or yeah. banned for life from the Regal. <laughs> so, how, I mean, like, not, I mean, this isn't changing the subject because it's about the movie, but how come it's so expensive? Like, I would have thought at most yeah, it would have been. It's a special event. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's a one night only thing. They're never going to replay it. Oh, uh, okay. You know, it is a, a live thing that is broadcast from whatever theater they're at. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like something like, yeah, we'll be running this pre-recorded thing for a month no no yeah oh okay so live wow i did not know that uh although apparently they they have they have done birdemic before and like you can like download the commentary track on their website and like if you rent the movie like you can you know just play it at the same time it's a little Uh, different probably yeah it's like it's like when you see a live stand-up comedian he might have the same bits but right it's a little different yeah i gotcha that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else has happened? Uh, I saw my boss completely lose his mind last <laughs> week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, showed up to work on Wednesday, and uh, we, we work up on the third floor. And there's, like, a landing area, and there's a door that leads to the hallway to get to our office. Uh, and about... About four months ago, the office across the hall from us, like, you know, started getting a lot of uh, work done on it, and they, they expanded, like, it used to be just one office, and they expanded it, like, across the entire hall, so it's, like, six offices combined now. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then, like, shortly after, like, these signs, like, started appearing on the doors, and we figured out that it's this uh, right-wing, uh, you know, political group that, like, they... Basically, they're they're a call center where they call people and then say, "Hey, you know, vote for you know uh, this right wing guy." That's so annoying. Yeah, they're 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 basically like anti Obama is pretty much their entire thing. Right. Uh, and I guess like during that entire time, they would just come in at nights and on weekends. Uh, but like you know, now that the election is coming up, they have been there every single day at all hours. Uh, like for the past two or three weeks, and these people are awful. <laughs> I'd imagine. Uh, you know, they're they're just because they 
they would uh, open up all the doors to their offices and then they would just wander around in the halls making calls because they all use cell phones. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you could hear them, like, you know, doing that. And then they would just fucking trash the bathrooms. <laughs> like, the bathrooms are just unusable, like, when those people are there. Because uh, you know, people don't know how to flush toilets anymore. I don't know. It's really hard to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and plus, they're all, like, you know, super conservative, you know, weirdos on top of it all. <laughs> uh, so, so... And, so yeah, so they're they're trashing the place on top of it, and uh, so Wednesday we show up and uh, right in the landing uh, before you get into the hallway, there was a giant uh, stain on the carpet, and then like a giant stain of something splashed up on the walls, and uh, <laughs> and uh, like at this point, like uh, like I was the only one to have shown up for work at this point, other than my boss. Uh, who was at his desk, and I walk in the office, and I'm looking out, cause, uh, because we do a lot of work for the military and for GE. Right. Uh, we can't allow cleaning crews into our office, so everything is locked up. So in order to empty our trash, we leave our trash cans out in the hallway, and the cleaning crew gets those. Uh, well, the right-wing office from across the way was stealing our trash cans. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and uh, and I, I walked in, and they had like a bunch of trash cans out. And uh, I walked in, uh, looked at my boss, I was like, do, do those trash cans look like ours? It's like, yeah, I think they do. But if you look at the underneath them, you know, it was, you know, we wrote the name, you know, company name on the bottoms. And I looked and there was like three trash cans that had our company names like on their side of the hallway. So I took them back. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, so then when my, my coworker uh, came in, uh, he was like, hey, did you see that, uh, like, that big spill in the, in the landing? And my boss just, uh, from that point on, went off. And, uh, like, he called the, the, uh, the, the complex, the, the, the building complex company. Like, right. he called their home office to, to say that, you know, somebody needs to get down here and uh, clean this shit up. And, uh, you know, they put them on hold for a while, and then I guess they got back to him and told him that, uh, you know, well, we'll have someone call you, you know, when, when business hours, you know, because this was still at like seven in the morning. Right. Uh, but then like eight thirty rolled around and he still hadn't heard anything back. So he like stormed out of the office and I guess like at this point it's all like third hand, but like he apparently walked down to like their, their, uh, their rental office, like on the property and just raised holy hell in there. And, you know, just complained about how these people have turned the entire office into a shithole. <clears throat> uh, like, half of the toilets are broken in the bathrooms. They're just throwing coffee on the walls. Yeah, and, like, all the carpets are, you know, ruined. You know, and when we're a business and we're trying to run a business and we have people coming in from, from General Electric and, you know, all they're seeing are these assholes walking around, you know, talking loudly and just spilling shit all over the hallways and the bathrooms are unusable and, you know, you're just, you know, elevating. Where, <coughs> uh, like, when he came back to the office, like, he was still agitated and, like, you know, like, he started telling us about what he did and then, like, even then he was, like, yelling and yelling and yelling. Uh... <laughs> Uh, 
So then, like, uh, like he calmed down a little bit, but then, like, uh, the there was a knock on the door, and it was like, you know, one of the the building managers. Uh, she like came in and she's like, okay, yeah, I see, you know, what you were talking about. Yeah, it's all this and that. And I guess he like pushed her out in the hallway, and uh, like, you know, I could hear him like raising his voice from outside the door. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that very day, we got uh, a brand new toilet in the bathroom. Nice. Uh, <coughs> the people across the hall now close their doors, and they're not allowed to wander around in the hallways. That's awesome. Uh, and then the day after that, there was a guy uh, with a bottle of vinegar and a bottle of palm olive uh, oh. hand scrubbing the curtains. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, at one point, like you know, they they tried to tell my boss that uh, well, these people they're only supposed to be there on the, the on the evenings, and you know, so they're not there. And my boss was like, "Bullshit, they're not there." Uh, he's like, "Well, you know, uh, I don't see what the big deal is. They're going to be gone after the you know, the second week of November anyway." He's like, "Right, and if you don't fucking fix it now, we're going to be gone the third week." <laughs> and like. They've been running that office space for like eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's I've, awesome. That's I have pretty cool. never seen my boss ever get that mad before. Was he worried that some client would come in and like he would lose a deal or something? Uh, I guess there is partially that, but also, you know, just uh, he... Uh, he is a lot like me in that uh, he believes that people should, you know, uh, behave in a certain, behave in a certain yeah. manner. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that is true, though. At least they will be gone pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, after they break everything. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I got to clean up pee at work today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and not at Mavericks this time. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a regular occurrence. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that it was, there's this one lady that brings her dog every Monday, and it's like the most well-behaved, it's like a therapy animal, like everybody, it walks around, everybody pets it, and uh, it's an older dog, and it's been there every Monday that I've ever worked there, which has been, you know, for months now, right. and uh, I've never seen it do anything, you know, like uncouth like that, but I was walking through the hallway, and uh I looked down at this mat, and there's, like, this big yellow puddle right next to the mat, and all over the mat, too, is, like, a, a big wet spot. And uh, <clears throat> so I assume it was the dog, but you never know, because at the class I taught this morning, one of the kids pooped on himself while we were doing a sculpturing. Right. So, you know, that kind of happens sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. I pooped myself five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, and since you're not wearing pants, uh, right. it was really, it's really starting to stink up the room. <laughs> But so yeah, I got to clean up some pee today. But I think it was dog. Congratulations. It was dog pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, I pick a movie and uh, we call this an evening. Yeah, I could use another glass of wine. It's been like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you drink it out of a plain brown bag. Oh, I, actually, it's in a Gatorade mug in my cup holder in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad sign, is it? No, yeah. Okay. You're fine. I've got mints. <laughs> I've got some mints if I get pulled over. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm going to pick a movie that uh, you have failed to pick <laughs> for months now. Oh, yeah. It's very upsetting. 
<laughs> because the listener already knows how I feel about this movie. Oh. Uh, everyone in the world knows how I feel about this movie. And it is very upsetting to me that you have not picked it and you're forcing me <laughs> to waste one of your to waste one of mine so that you can finally watch this fucking movie. I know it's one of two things. Yeah? I know it's one of two things. <laughs> Do you want to guess? Um, I'll say my second guess first. Okay. My second guess would be Super 8, but my first guess would be Attack the Block. Okay. Uh, you're wrong on both. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then veto. <laughs> <laughs> Pick one of those two. Uh, no. Uh, although, I, honestly, I was not aware that you hadn't seen Super 8 yet. Oh, yeah. Still, uh, still have not. And I also have not. Uh, I don't think I've voiced my opinion on either of those movies publicly. Oh, okay. But I have seen both. Uh, no. Uh, this movie is called The Raid. Oh, <laughs> Nice. I am totally down with your plan. Yeah, you should be. Because you should have picked it already. <laughs> well, that's my, my, my goal is to like keep mentioning like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that movie. I haven't seen that movie yet. Until, <laughs> until you pick it. That way I don't waste one of my picks. <laughs> no, that's not true because I hate picking movies. Yeah. See, I'm just so bad at it that I can't even pick movies that I want to see that I know you have. <laughs> That's how that's how much I don't want to pick movies. I'm so bad at it. I'm like, that's right. I'm so bad at picking comics. I have to special order them off of Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we're both terrible at this. Yeah, that's sort of reassuring. Yeah, it's pretty much our mission. That's statement. what that's what we do. We're the worst at at what we do. We're the worst. I can't even say it. That's how bad we are. I'm the, we're the worst there is at what we do. Yeah, there we go. We're the Wolverines of suck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, yeah, so next week, The Raid. Awesome. Looking or, forward to it. Or, excuse me, The Raid Redemption. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Like, it's got a it's called The Raid. Yeah. But apparently it needed to be called The Raid Redemption for American audiences. Because they didn't know what The Raid meant. I guess. I don't know. Like, is that a bug spray? Watching a movie about a bug spray? <laughs> oh, well. So, anyway. Yeah. Sweets. Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, we'll uh, see you next week. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>